0: Hello, be people, and welcome back to another episode of Be You with Declan Edwards. If you are a long-time listener of the show, you would know that every second episode, we have an amazing guest speaker in studio to share some of their story, their insight, and their knowledge on this platform and with all of you amazing people listening. And this week's speaker is no different. He is an amazing man and a good friend of mine called Ryan Houston, and we actually met at a book club a business book club and instantly got paired up and I could just feel the energy and zest for life radiating from this guy and the reason I actually asked him to come onto the podcast is to put it simply he's the kind of guy who takes life by the balls when he sees an opportunity he goes for it and I love his energy and enthusiasm for for living and what that means to actually truly live and not just get by in life and in true case and point of that when I asked him to be on the podcast He said, oh, no, maybe not. I'm not sure if I'm the right fit. I'm not sure what I'd talk about. And then I, like three minutes, maybe less, suddenly sent back another message saying, actually, you know what? Stuff that. Let's figure this out. Let's do it. It's a great opportunity and run for it. I think that sort of approach to life that I'll say yes and figure out how to do it later sort of attitude is something that should be admired and practiced by so many people. So I'm incredibly excited to have him on the podcast to share that, to share his insights, talk about how he came to have that perspective on life, and of course, give some of his wisdom back to you. So with that said, we're going to welcome him onto the show.
1: Ryan, mate, thank you for coming in today. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Declan Edwards. was really appreciate it, and thank you for having me here. What an introduction. Amazing. <laughs> I've never been... Uh, edified like that before in my life. And it's something that I'll probably take and have a little snippet in my notes for just a bit of inspiration to get through every day as well. So thank you very much for that.
0: Mate, amazing. You're more than welcome. And I, I meant every word I said. bro, it is a, an honor to have you on the show today to share some of your insight and your perspective on life because I'm a big believer that you can feel energy in people, right? Like you can feel an enthusiasm and zest for life and that radiates from you. And everyone I speak to who knows you it knows you by that right It's like yeah he's you know the guy with the smile you know the energy and that you know that zest and passion for living And I'm so curious to dig into where that came from but before we do that, I'd love to give you the chance to introduce yourself to all of our listeners for anyone who doesn't know you yet and share a bit of your story and just catch them up on who you are and you know what you believe in essentially
1: Yeah, no problems all right so I grew up out at Acadiaval which is a a lakeside suburb, a lot of water skiing, wakeboarding, fishing, had a fantastic childhood growing up. Went to Toronto High School and then I fell in love with, with rugby league. Played a lot of rugby league going through school and for the local Macquarie Scorpions. Left high school year 12, I was more of a social high schooler rather than a studier and all of that. I really loved people, always loved people. Finished year 12, went into an apprenticeship as a plumber, Done my four years and my real passion was with Rugby League at mm. that point. And, you know, I was never probably the, the most naturally gifted or biggest or fastest or anything like that. However, one thing I did love about Rugby League was learning and training. Mm. Absolutely loved it. Finished the four-year apprenticeship. I went for a, one of my best mates, got a contract in France to play in Toulouse, the south of France. And I thought, you know what? I'm just finishing my apprenticeship. I'm going to go over there and I want to go and play Rugby League professionally in France. So I packed up. I didn't have a contract or anything like that. Packed up my stuff, went over there, told mum and dad I'd be there for a month maximum. I go on over. Nathan Ross, who was a, a fantastic Knights player, he just announced his na- retirement just the other day. He played n- numerous games for NRL, but back then he never played NRL. I'm there watching him playing to Toulouse at training, and Nathan Ross tears his hamstring. I'm sitting there, and this French coach is looking around, and he's going... Well, we need someone to replace him. And I'm sitting there and my mate Jono goes, Ryan, do you want to come have a run? I've grabbed Nathan Ross's boots, thrown them on my feet, had an absolute ripping of a training session. By the end of that session, the coaches asked me if I wanted to stay for for the whole season. So for the next seven to eight months, I was there playing rugby league in the south of France, which was amazing. Unbelievable opportunity. And then I went to America, worked in the US summer camps over there, doing water skiing, wakeboard instructing. Uh, in Maine, which is the northeast part of America. Once again, met the most amazing people, as you do when you do go traveling. So in total, spent about 16 months overseas, come back to Australia. I thought, well, what's going to make me the most money in the shortest amount of time? I got my travel out of my way. I was loving life at this time. And I decided that welding would be my my pathway to, to money fast. I used my plumbing trade to do that. Went over to Western Australia doing fly in, fly out, four weeks away, one week at home. I then do that for 18 months. I realized that I felt like a lemming. Do you know the game lemmings? Yeah. As school, where you know they tell you what to do. The boss tells you what to do. You've got to have smoke that time, lunch at this time. You know, you work these certain hours, you're working seven days a week. It's 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 tough. Mm. However, it was a great vehicle to get to me where I am now, where I really want to be. And that is You know, I am now in a real estate company, okay? My passion is property and property development, right? Uh, And so now I'm here, Newcastle-based, again. I've been in real estate for over two years, and really in real estate, you're like a subcontractor underneath the brand. I'm with PRD Nationwide, and very lucky to be there with Mark Kentwell, who is a total innovation and and a leader in the craft. And now we're here, sitting with you, Declan, and uh, loving life.
0: Right. There's so much that I can see across all those aspects of your story and your history. A big one that stands out to me is almost the idea of, I think a lot of people think of seize opportunity when it's presented to you, but I think there's a whole other approach of create opportunity even when it's not presented to you. Right? I think multiple times you've shown that, you know whether it be going over to France or to the US mm. or jumping into you know working in real estate and going, I'm going to pursue my passions in that. Mm. It doesn't seem like you're ever waiting for the opportunity to be given to you on a silver platter. No. Um, tell me more about that sort of attitude and approach like, and where you think that comes from.
1: Well, where it comes from, I mean, I think there's an often quote and I know it's a little bit cliche, but they often say that you're the average of the five closest people you hang around. Yeah. And I'm extremely blessed that I grew up with guys who were always very driven, always very ambitious. Most of them have always been, you know, they've always had a little bit more money than me or they've always been a little bit better at rugby league than me. So I've always been chasing and mm. I love the chase. It's addictive. It's addictive to chase. And as I've gone through life, it's its funny, but the people are hang around closer and closer to me now, I just look at them and I look and I go, wow, these guys are absolutely killing it, absolutely killing it. And for me to just be talking to these guys each day, it really motivates me to be better each day myself and keep improving to get to what I think their level, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah, and it's such a good perspective to take on it. I know a lot of people, myself included in the past in my life, um, have struggled with that idea of always being in the chase because there's almost that ego sense of needing to be like, you know, the pack leader or the best Mm. in your friend circle or social network. Mm. And that's one of the biggest things holding people back. I know a couple of years ago, one of my coaches pulled me aside and said the biggest thing stopping you in life right now is you are addicted to being the leader in the room. It's you need to be in a room where you feel like you know nothing. And your entire job for your for like personal development right now is I want you to start hanging out with people where you go, oh shit, like mm. I've been humbled. I love that. In yeah. a good way. And it's been one of my biggest growth things. And I think a lot of people listening could take a lot from that. And it's fascinating to hear that, you know, that's what you've actively pursued. You've looked for those opportunities and those networks and connections where you're like, that's, that's learn from these people.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I, and one thing that really stands out, and I mean, a lot of people have this fear and I actually listened to one of your old podcasts uh, regarding public speaking. Yes. And I mean, people say that they'd rather die than do public speaking. Yeah. Now, it was always a weakness and I think I don't think anyone's naturally a good public speaker. Mm-hmm. However, when I got into real estate, The most important thing is speaking to people, Uh, you know, understanding, asking questions, writing speeches, presenting speeches, getting rid of your ums and ahs throughout your dialogue. So the first thing I did was sign up to Toastmasters and getting to a room where everyone's out of their comfort zone. You're learning from people who have been doing it for 20, 25 years, learning the craft of speech, which really is probably the most powerful thing you can possibly do in this world. Now, that took me 18 months of going there every Thursday. However... Looking back now, I'm so grateful that I took that time out, got out of my comfort zone every Thursday night to do that because now you're looking back, you're going, wow, this public speaking stuff, even though I still get a little bit nervous every time, yep. but tell you what, it's minimal compared to what was 18 months ago and I'm sure you understand that as well with, with your speeches. And
0: Definitely. That. Yeah. It's one of the most common things people have come up is they go, "I easy for you, you've always been good at public speaking. I'm like, are you kidding? Like, you know, did you see me yeah. years ago? Yeah. No way. <laughs> And I'm a huge realize that, yeah, everything in life is a skill. So, you know, going there and practicing it, such a, a good way to build that skill. And there's so many themes, I suppose, we talk about on this podcast and, and to our extended audience on Facebook and YouTube as well, that even just that snippet of your story captures, you know, the idea of you will grow outside of your comfort zone. Yeah. You won't build a skill by thinking about a skill or reading about a skill per se. You'll build it by getting in there and getting your hands dirty and if you want to build a skill really effectively, do it around people who are a couple of steps ahead of you. Yeah, for sure. And can really mention that. I'm really curious. Did you think that a lot of those aspects come from that early passion in sport? Like I imagine those would have been drilled in yeah. as part of your sporting life. Well, look,
1: I think sport is a, a key factor, whether you go into business or, you know, you, you want to study hard. <clears throat> sport has some fantastic qualities to it because at a young age, you're, you're taught that you you must show up at least two times a week to train. Yeah. Okay. Generally, no one likes to train and generally no one likes to make cold calls when you're in business either. But that's the training that's going to get you the success. And the success is on that Saturday on the rugby league pitch. It could be raining, windy, it's not comfortable out there, but you know that you've done the training throughout the week to get to that game day, Mm -hmm. just like you would in business. That's what I think I got it from is mm. the is the old sports, yeah, for sure, yeah.
0: So tell me about that idea, that concept of the training day. I love that, putting in the hard yards early and just drilling the skill so that when it comes time to utilize it in an actual, you know, uh, challenging circumstance, it's embodied, it's ready to go. Yeah. How do you implement that these days? And I'd love to hear like what sort of training we might call it in all methods do you use to keep yourself at the top of your game and – keep that fire burning, that passion and that energy for life that you're so
1: well known for and that you exude. How do you keep that spark there? Well, I think there's different aspects. Like, for example, and I, and you talk about this a lot, but what you value is, is something that's going to keep you going straight away. So straight away, my number one value is health. Yep. So health for me and training and eating good quality fuel, your 98 premium unleaded into the body, that Ferrari, your own okay. body. I mean, that's easy. That's for me, that's quite easy. Okay, mm-hmm. because that's just a natural thing. However, when we talk about work, right, Mm -hmm. and when you're starting a new business, you need to find contacts, okay? And I was talking to a young assistant that we've got at work at the moment about what you need to do to get to success fast. Mm -hmm. And I was putting an analogy of plumbing, okay? Mm -hmm. So an apprentice is the same as an assistant in real estate, okay? Now, the apprentice doesn't lay a pipe, he digs holes, right? He's digging holes. It's hard work. It's uncomfortable work. you got a sore back. It's, it's not the best. In real estate, the assistant makes calls, mm. right? He doesn't yet run appointments, okay? But he's constantly learning what the, the main agent is, is, is saying in the dialogue and whatnot, okay? But the idea is is you've got to be just willing to show up, okay? Mm. You've got to be willing to, to learn and, and ask questions, right? But the most thing is, and you said it before, is is take action, yeah. If you need to dig a hole, start digging the hole. If you need to make the calls to, to get better, start making the calls today.
0: Yeah, I think uh, that idea of just being in the room as well, right? Like with the people and being in that space. Yeah, for sure. You, know, you might not even think anything would come of it. Yeah. You know, it's like, okay, I'm going to take action on being there. Who knows what might come of it? Maybe a connection, maybe exactly as you do with friends, right? Yes. I was like, I feel like I've got to be there. Yeah. And it's the classic, you know, oh, they were in the right space at the right time. Yeah, but they made a decision to be in that space yeah. at yeah. that time. Exactly. They right. didn't put it off for a year. Yeah. Right. And they didn't, I'm um an ah about going or not going. It was like, okay, I think I'm meant to be there. I'll take action on it. I'll go. And Jack Ma, the founder of Alibaba. Yep. So, yeah, multi, multi billionaire, very successful. Watched an amazing talk by him on Facebook the other day. Yep. And he was saying, when you're in your 20s, the best thing you can do is. Note where you're lacking strengths, where you've got things that could be developed. So, say you're not too crash hot at having conversations, yeah. you know, at, at cold calling people. Mm-hmm. Apply for a job as and your exclusive role is Cold calling. Wow. Yeah. You know, it's just, just be in that space. He goes, if you're not really good at putting together sales proposals, if you're not really good at health, this was a cool He goes, if you're not good at looking after your health, get a job in the health industry. Yeah. And it's like, it seems counterintuitive yeah. because you're like, but I'm not good enough. I might be not good enough. Because that's where you'll learn the quickest. Mm, yeah. Because you're just there watching people and listening and learning. Fantastic. And the environment shapes that. Mm. Other than the people that you've been around, because I know you mentioned already, like that idea of being the average of the five people you're around the most, Mm. how else do you think your environment really shapes what you do? Like the people you're around, the places you
1: go, like how you choose to live at home? Do you have any sort of uh, almost rituals or habits that you do in your day? Well, I'm a big believer in in waking up early. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think that starting the day to win the the morning, win the day, they say. Uh, so I, I generally get up. Uh, for some reason, I like this number. And my housemate, Justin Smith, he brought it to me. Uh, 446, we, we generally wake up. <laughs> Wait, and is there a story behind that number well, in particular? Gen- <laughs> we, we used to train at 518 AM. It's called Fit okay. 518. Yep. So it starts at 518. The reason behind that is when we said it was 520, yep. right? People, would, for some reason, would rock up at 525. They think it would be okay to go past. Yep. But 5.18, it just, it's just so direct. Yeah, yeah. So you will be there at that time. <laughs> the class starts at 5.18. So if you're late, you're going to be late and you're going to miss it, all right? <laughs> so then for some reason we go back. Well, how long is it going to take for us to get ready to go to the gym? Well, 4.46 seems like another weird time to get up and it's very precise. So we get up at 4.46 and get up. The ritual is we go to the gym, nope. get the body moving. Number two is always going to water, winter, summer. We always try and get into the water. I yep. mean, there's a lot of research in cold water, mm. especially that Wim Hof. I know yes. he talks a lot about it. But getting in that beach, you sort of have like an actual woo, like a big woo feeling, you know. Yeah, yeah. You just want to explode because you're sort of definitely getting out of the comfort zone, going into freezing cold water at the start of your day. You go and get some good quality produce, cook some nice breakfast, and then you hit hitting work. And generally for me, it's it's straight on the phones in the morning. Yep. All my energy, a lot of my energy is in the mornings. Yep banging out the calls and then my afternoons are are set for appointments where I can bounce and use other people's energy as well to keep my, keep me through the day at a a high plateau. In the afternoons, I like to, you know, if I'm not working, I like to go to a networking event. There's nothing more I love than to go meet new people, understand what they're doing as well. I know like the Honey Young Professionals, whether it's Toastmasters, whether it's the Newcastle Business Club, always love getting out there, meeting new people, finding out what they're doing well. Mm. And once again, continually trying to improve myself by learning off others what the best are doing out there in the market here in Newcastle or in the world, really, and, and feeding off their energy and feeding off what, what they're doing right and see if I can learn. Yeah.
0: So imagine you found like everyone has a gift to give or some knowledge to impart, right? Like yeah. no matter what they're doing in life or where they're at, just there's always the opportunity to learn something yeah. from someone. And one of my mentors once said, he yeah, goes, uh, so we work with uh, Jack DeLoster and the team at The Entourage, oh, wow. which, who we love. Yes. They're, they're amazing for helping us personally and professionally. And we just resigned for another year. And he goes, Man, if you just come to a workshop and you get one sentence and it shifts one little mm. thing in you, yeah. it's been worth it. Yeah. Amazing. That's it. And so I think a lot of people make the mistake of looking for the giant leaps and bounds in life, right? Yeah. And it's normally not the giant leaps and bounds. It's the sum of, as you said before, the training, right? It's mm. the training that leads up to that. And then when you look back, you're like, oh, I've grown in leaps and bounds. How did this happen? <laughs> yes. But it wasn't focusing on the leaps and bounds. It was like, okay, how am I going to win the morning? Yeah. I'll get up early. And how am I going to move my body? How am I going to put good fuel in it? Mm. How am I going to utilize my energy best? Like what you were saying where I use my energy first thing in the morning. on yeah. the that maybe are a little bit more difficult or energy intensive for you as an individual. Mm. And I think it's really important to highlight for our listeners the idea between uh extroversion and introversion, not in the terms of where most people think of it, uh, but from positive psychology terms where extroversion is. So extroverts in positive psychology, people who draw energy from being around others. Mm-hmm. So like you and me, right? Mm-hmm. We're like the, I regularly joke with people. <laughs> what's you call it? My uh, our head of marketing, Josh, joking refers to me as a really happy dementor, like from Harry Potter. He's like, you just go and <laughs> suck energy yeah, from people and yeah. it charges you up. <laughs> yes. Like, well, I like to think I'm better than a dementor, but sure. <laughs> Um, he goes, Yeah, but when you're around people, you know, and same yeah. with yourself, we draw on that. That mm. fuels us. Mm. So, obviously, in the evening, recharging activities like going to a networking event yeah. or having meetings mm. lights us up. Mm-hmm. Uh, in positive psychology, an introvert, on the other hand, is someone who recharges on their own. Mm. So, downtime and solo time is recharge time for them. Okay. Still like socializing, still like being around people, but the recharge time is different. Yeah. So, I think it's important for our listeners to go, when you are planning out your day, you know, Ryan and I have this approach that's use our energy in the morning. Yeah be around people in the afternoon and evening to recharge. Yeah. Yours might be different if you're an introvert, which is um you know no better or worse, it's just knowing how to listen to yourself. That's right. And I think that concept of self-awareness is something that you show quite highly as well. And mm. I don't think self-awareness is a it's a born in inherent trait. It's something that's built and tra- practiced and developed over time. Mm. How did you start down that path and start looking into yeah, personal development, professional development, building your own self-awareness?
1: You know what, it was actually my second year in my apprenticeship at plumbing, I mm. was I was always a happy kid. I don't know why. I mean, my mum and dad always used to say, geez, you're, you're always happy. You know, I remember we they go, let's go to Macca's, Ryan, and let's get a happy meal. I'm like, nah, I'd rather a ham salad sandwich. You yeah. know, just a weird sort of kid like yeah. that. I don't know why. But I was always a very happy sort of kid. And I was about, what, 19, second year apprentice. And this guy came up to me and said, Ryan, you would love this book. And I was like, what's that book? And he said, it's the secret, the power yeah, of attraction. Yeah, yeah. And look, I didn't know. It's probably my first book I ever read yeah. and I read it and I just fell in love with it. Yep. And then I had this weird thing of at footy before every game, I used to send all the teammates a motivational clip on YouTube Yeah. and I used to love the motivational inspiring clips on YouTube. Yep. And a lot of my mates who will listen, they'll know that how much I do love going on YouTube and watching yep. the latest 2019 Motivation. For some oh, reason, mixed
0: the, the mixed ones? The mixed like ones. Eric Thomas yes. and Les Brown and all the big, yeah, yeah, yeah. I
1: don't know why. <laughs> now that my favourite ones are like Gary Vee and Green yep. Cardone and these yep. guys. Oh, for some reason, it just resonates me and I, I really get a big kick out of it. Mm. So I guess that's where it all started was mm. that second year apprentice, reading that book and then from that book, I got onto ones like The Alchemist, and yep. then now, you know, uh, Rich Dad Poor Dad by yep. Robert Kiyosaki, and now I'm like a book junkie. I just yep. read all the personal development books because I want to keep improving. And there's a really good quote that Will Smith says, and, mm. it's, and it was a, he'd said it in the Nickelodeon. You're a
0: man after my own heart. When you quote
1: Will Smith, <laughs> my God, I love Will Smith. <laughs> I love him. I love all these movies, and I love all of his all these sayings. But he got an award at the Nickelodeon Awards. And he said, he told all these kids, he said, there's two keys to life. And these are the keys. He said, running and reading. He first of all talks about running. He says, when you're three kilometers into a run and your body's hurting, your legs aching, feels like you're going to have a heart attack, right? And there's this little thing in the top of your brain saying, stop, you can't go any further. No more. Your body's going to fall over. No further. The key to that is if you can beat that little thing in your brain, Mm. right? It's not the little niggles are nothing. It's what's up here in your brain. You can go further, okay? Yeah. So when things get tough in your life, whether it's work, whether it's with the family, whether it's with exercise, if you can beat that little thing in your brain, you're going to dominate in any yeah. industry. The second thing is reading. And he says, why reading? Now, there's been bazillions and gazillions of people who've lived this life before us. There's not really any new problems out there. If there was a problem, someone's written it in a book and you can learn about it, Right. Now, in 2019, you have Google, which is the world's biggest book library of all time. So if you are having problems at work and you want to learn how to sell more, if you want to lose weight, if you want to put on weight, if you want to do anything in the world, type it in Google and you'll pretty much find an answer. Mm. So he says the two keys of life, reading and running, doing both and you'll have no problems out there. <laughs>
0: and it's such a good balance between head, like thinking and action. Yeah. right. Like it's knowledge acquisition. Yeah. And I'm almost imagining it. Uh, the two have to work together. If it was just running uh, and you weren't running smart right you'd eventually burn out you'd have an injury you'd like something would go wrong it was just reading and knowledge acquisition you're never going to apply what you've learned exactly so you don't get the outcome so i love that analogy of going running and reading they've got to be it's almost the key has to
1: go together well that's right the two keys of life yeah Yeah. exactly so i really got a lot out of that and then yeah to answer your questions so now love all the books always that's why we met at the book club yes of course (laughs) and mate still reading loving it yeah
0: mate, incredible and so for those who who are listening and going man I love this idea of life. I love this energy, this zest, this enthusiasm. This is something I want to spark more of in myself. It's potentially a tough question. So don't feel like you have to rush your answer on it. But what would you say are like the three starting points, like the three stepping stones? If they were to just do three small things to get them going,
1: what would it be? I've got this, I feel like I've got this great ability to go back to the rawest form, as in. I'm upright. I wake up and I'm upright. I'm standing. All yeah. right. I'm alive. I'm healthy. I'm yeah. able to laugh. I'm able to smile. I'm able to talk. I'm able to listen. I'm allowed to smell. So, like, I have, I feel like I'm very lucky and I don't know where I got this from, but whenever I do feel a little bit down and I feel like everyone has those troughs. Yes, okay. Of course. And I feel like I have this amazing ability to go down for minimal, minimal amount of time. Mm. And for some reason, my brain kicks into gear to instantly go ryan things are good like yeah. you're upright you're it's walking like
0: that deep sense of gratitude it's right?
1: like this ultimate sense of gratitude yeah. yeah and it's just this ability to go back and just keep going back and back oh ryan you missed this listing however you're still healthy it's mm. all good it's yeah. gonna be okay let's go again you yep. know so yeah I, like to have three i don't really have three i guess the main thing is just keep stepping back until mm. you find the rawest form and it could be just to say you're alive Yeah. That's how you can get energy because one day we're not. So let's make the most of it now while we're up, right?
0: What a powerful, powerful message and what a great uh, key takeaway to end the episode on and to really impart upon everyone. Uh, For the people who are listening who would like to connect more with you and just uh, basically, as you mentioned, build those social connections and that network and that um, just learn and draw upon each other's resources, how would they best do that?
1: Well, you can go on Instagram. I've got a real estate page if you want to keep up the date with suburbs. I do a daily suburb under it's the spotlight. It's really
0: good as a heads up. So my wife and I have just bought our first home a year and a bit ago and are now looking more into, well, what are we doing in terms of investment? Are we going to get a second home? And I rely on Ryan's Instagram stories as my way of capturing what's going on in the local market. So I can recommend it.
1: It's just an education piece where I yeah. just decipher every suburb, the median house price, the growth they've seen over the last 12 or three months, okay? And it's just a real education piece. So when someone's looking, they can just ask me a simple question and I can just point them in the right direction. There's no salesy or nothing like that. Yeah. It's just pure education and And I like to give that sort of value because it keeps my act sharpened as well in learning all the suburbs and where the growth's happening is my investment sold as well. So that's Ryan Houston, PRD Nationwide, the Instagram. And then if you want to connect with me personally, it's Houston2283 on Instagram or on Facebook, just Ryan Houston, and you'll find both profiles there.
0: And I'm potentially a little cheeky side note, speaking of connecting with you personally, I can't believe I almost let you get away with not mentioning this. You are one of the bachelors at the upcoming... Is it Tinder games? What yeah, is
1: it? <laughs> yeah. The, I mean, crazy, eh? The Tinder games. So, Nerida Bint's a really good friend of mine and she's a, a real mentor of mine as well. Mm. I love listening to, you know, her life and what she's doing. She's always, she's talking about someone getting out of a comfort zone every day. I love, mm. I love the lady. And, yeah, she's got this great initiative for the Cancer Council. She's doing Dancing with the Stars. It's going to be 10 guys, 10 girls, all single. We're going to do Tinder on a different sort of, way, I guess. We're going to have like juggling. We're going to have tandem bikes. We're going to have learn to skate. So it's going to be a different way to to meet people. But hey, I'm up for the challenge and all for a good cause. So why not raise some money and have a bit of fun along the way?
0: That's brilliant, mate. I love it. Thank you again for coming in today and um, yeah, taking some time out of your day to share some of your story and to jump on an opportunity and say yes and figure out the rest later. I know I got a lot of value out of this and just some of those key takeaway messages and concepts that we talk a lot about on the podcast, but to see them cemented as well and utilized in someone's life. I know is incredibly beneficial and valuable to our listeners. All so right. I really appreciate it. Thank
1: you, Declan. Really appreciate it. Love what you're doing, mate. Thank you.
0: What an incredible interview with the amazing Ryan Houston. As I said, definitely connect with him and check him out online. And as always, if you loved this episode and if you love the podcast, you can help us make a positive difference to the trillion lives that we are aiming for with that ripple effect of positive change. And there's a few ways you can help us do that. One is to favorite the podcast. Make sure you subscribe, leave us a review. It helps this podcast get found and heard by more people just like yourself who benefit from it. The other thing you can do is screenshot that you're listening to it. Upload it to your Instagram or to your Facebook. Tag us, BU Coaching, or on Instagram, it's BU underscore coaching. And make sure you tag myself as well, Declan Edwards underscore BU. I love seeing people listen to this. It really lights my heart up every time I see that. And then the other thing you can do as well is definitely check out our website. So it's www.bucoaching.org. We have... A uh, ton of free blog articles that you can access on there to help you take the first steps with your emotional intelligence and well-being training. We've also got a free online course to really help you drive that growth forward and get that growth happening in the most effective and efficient means possible. And you're also able to connect with our team, find out more about this movement we've created, and how we're working towards positively impacting one trillion lives with the help of people just like yourself. But until the next time we speak, you know how we finish this. From my heart out to yours, be empowered. Be exceptional and be you.